0: All right, my talkers, we are hanging out in studio right now. We are not at the State Fair because we are finally done with that little chaos. But you know what? It was a fun time. And now we're back in studios here at My Talk 1071 hanging out with Julia and we have a special guest host in with us today. Let's say hi to Brittany. It's Brittany,
1: which. Hey, after Labor
2: Day. <laughs> Tuesday is your
1: Monday. That's wild. That is the best news. That is kind of the best thing, and happy back to school! It's first day back to school for so many kids. Love them picks. No, I you like, do. You
0: like that Facebook uh, tornado that comes through every I time? Love. I,
1: lo- I don't know what it is about me, but i all
2: I love them picks. I mm. love them kids. where we didn't take them for every every year. I just talked yeah, to Brookie, and she was saying how I was asking, "Do the kids pick their outfits before day before?" And she's like, "Oh yeah, there's a lot of thought." So I love seeing like that's their a game outfit, like that's what they're gonna come back to school. Like I love love a good teenager. <laughs> one where they're trying to look cash but you know
1: hard. a lot of thought went into it yeah. oh it's fun well so we happy- used to
0: post ours on the fridge not on facebook you know oh. like your first day pics of school would be like going on the fridge or going in the hallway but now i don't know i'm i'm in the opposite end i love my friends kids but don't really care what they're doing on their first day of school might be negative but just being you honest you think
1: it is I think it's negative, really? just a little bit, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I'm fine with you thinking. Like, mean, I think that's. But a... it's everywhere on Facebook. But it's a that's a postable thing.
0: Yeah, you're right.
1: I but I'm I, I hear
2: you, Greg. There's things that for some reason I don't want to see, but I don't know why. I love them first day pics, bro. Yeah,
0: I'm negative and, on hot. I just and have I like the best
1: not... memories of my kids' first days. Oh, and, the, and you're just excited that Ding, first dong, day. You're... The kids are gone. I used to have a song. There you go. I mean, I literally Post yeah.
2: that just aggressively <laughs> singing behind them as you bring them to the bus stop. I was I love that. I like that, too. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, uh, we have a claim to fame for our weekends. Grant, What'd what's you, your claim to fame?
0: Oh, well, um, I took my mom to the state fair, which was a lot of fun. She hasn't been out and about a lot lately with all of her health issues. Yeah, what so was the
2: food she really wanted to get?
0: She really wanted to get, uh, she wanted to try, uh, Betty and Earl's biscuits, and then she, and so we did that, and she wanted to try the, um... The tater tot hot dog, uh, the yeah, tater tot. Good. Yeah, did you have yeah, it? At we, Lulus, yeah, at Lulu's. We never. We went to Lulu's and they didn't serve that till ten thirty. So we ended up just getting Jason's biscuits. But it those was a fun. So, st- good. so that was a good. Yeah, those They're are so amazing. Good. So what you? Our guys state
1: fair ended up with going to the Zach Brown. Oh yeah, concert. how was it? It was so much fun. I
0: heard he just had a blast. Out I'm there.
1: telling you, and I love it, a band that does covers. Yeah, me too. You know because you just get, it's so.
2: I don't know what it makes is. makes it fun. About when you all of a sudden realize the song they're doing. That that rap moment of going, I think I know this to oh my god, I know this and I love this is is exhilarating. I don't know what it is about that. I'm with you.
1: And it was just such a super fun night. That was a that was fun. I am gonna say this about the State Fairs grandstand. It is oh jeez. I'm having a headset problem, so I'm quitting. Okay, I'll come um, over there. That is the best place I think in the summer to see a concert outdoors. Yes. Because you have the view of the sky, you have the glory of the lit up Ferris wheels in the background. You have the moon or the sun setting or something. It's just so I would delightful.
2: There's like two different energies I love, and one is the State Fair, the concerts there, and then the second one for sure is the Minnesota Zoo. There's something about the Minnesota Zoo as well that like, but they're different feelings. Sure, but like the the zoo is kind of like majestic and wild. And then the state fair. I don't know what it like. It's what, and you look at all the people there, so and fun. it's so
1: dang fun. It was so fun. Yeah. And then we got to walk to Rosedale to get our car afterwards. You love that, I can tell. I put so many miles on though. How many steps? What's your highest oh, step my count? My highest had? step day, I was like close to nine. Nine thousand? No. Yeah. Yeah,
2: that's pretty impressive.
1: No, not nine miles. Oh, I was going to say so. Up to I was. Over I was like no. Way, a little worried. Like I wanted to hype you up, but I was like, nine thousand's not that much. We're supposed to do ten a day. No, but that was... But do you see how supportive I just was? I love you for that. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, I was like, Thank oh, you.
2: good. And I was like, oh, judgment. In my mind, I was being very judgmental. I
1: know, Well, 9,000 is nothing.
2: Uh, so
1: today's the big day for a lot of people. I think starting over, starting a diet, starting this, starting that. Yeah,
2: you're always... I feel like every week I come here, you go, today's the first day of this. The rest of my life. Yes. <laughs> I don't know whatever new thing you're going to do. Like, today we're only going to do this, Brittany. And I'm like, I'm not signing. On to that. We're only
1: eating the red dots.
2: We're only eating the red dots, mm-hmm. and we're going to eat seaweed upside down and also a step on our left foot aggressively.
1: And we did we did, We've it. done it. We've and done it, so mission accomplished. All right, so you're back to school today. I'm How's back to school. It's great. I mean,
2: we had a whirlwind. We went and saw uh, last week, or a couple days ago, we just got back from Williston, North Dakota. Margo visited her great-grandma, Kathleen, who's 96 years old. So Isn't that amazing? My daughter got to meet her, my grandma, and it was so dang. It was so sweet. And my grandma's memory comes and goes. Yes. So it was like she got to meet her again and again and again. And every time she goes, Brittany, whose baby is this? This is a beautiful baby. Brittany, he is so cute. I've, I never corrected her. I never told her that we've been there. I didn't. Brittany, is this your baby? It'd be like every 20 minutes. Oh. This baby is so smart. Like it was Isn't so that
1: so cute. It was
2: watching them play together. I was like, I'm only doing this for me because Grandma's not going to remember and Margo's not going right. to know. And so I kept being like, This is for me, and I'm I'm immensely enjoying it.
1: And and then you went and saw Justin's parents. So you yes. were like on a big trip for yep, a couple and, weeks doing family. And we ended up then yesterday at a family
2: barbecue where there was a dog Leslie and a listener Leslie Leslie. And we had to clarify every time we talked, if we were talking to dog Leslie, our listener Leslie. Why? I know. Just to, you're right. A lot of times they did have the same commands. So you're right. It didn't
1: make sense. <laughs> oh, you're so silly.
0: I love it. What did you, know, you I, do? What did you do?
1: I went to the cabin. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Just brother's cabin for the weekend. And, um, oh, oh my gosh, it was a weekend. <laughs> it was super fun. Good. Just, Just super fun. Take it all it in. It got so cold, though. I yeah. suddenly it was freezing midnight on Friday night. It's like that Lovely weird though. at
2: the cabin We can sleep with your windows open and then you have to shut them because it's too cold. It's too cold. That's a right. wild feeling. So we had
1: a fun weekend. You Good. Know. I, You're I think such we're, a newlywed still. Ready. I think we're two and a half. Grant, you haven't announced how many days. Two and a half days into this wet marriage thing. Is, oh, yeah. it's still going strong. Oh, yeah, oh my gosh.
0: Last Friday would be week two. Right? Right. So now we're what?
1: 14, 15, 16, 17,
0: 18 days,
1: 18 Oh my gosh. And a bliss. That was our three month anniversary. I'm just kidding. Okay, so Margo's three months, Yeah. right? That is like such a great age for kids because they wake up, they're alert. And we pass her around like crazy and she
2: killed it at the airplane. The flight attendant was like, this is one of the best babies ever seen,
1: which I don't know why it was such a big compliment. It, is. it was
2: huge. Because so. if you've
1: been with the screaming baby and oh, you're the mom, yeah. which I've done because I had the two little ones yeah. and took them way too young to oh. Montana by myself once. Oh. By yourself? Always oh, brutal. Did you have to get a seat for one then? No, they were both little.
2: Wow.
0: Oh, man, that's a lot of work. Yeah, that's you feel for those moms when you when the it babies are not they cooperating. they made to
1: get your own seat, I think. The two-year-old
2: two and under you i think you can yeah i think lap. one was
1: brand new and the other one was still under two so it was just like, like how did you even do like um apparently drugs i, I say
3: write. Xanax. Yeah. <laughs> right. no i didn't
1: even have that no oh, but it was a, it was and everyone gave me advice on how to help my, tell my child help my child you like how right. about this you just take one and I'm listen, like, straight. Wow. Like, listen. Wow. I threw up in a garbage can the minute I got off the plane. I was just so From stressed anxiety,
0: out. From anxiety? Yeah. It I was would. the
1: most stressful trip ever. <laughs> All right. We have so much to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, coming, when we come back, um, I was listening to Clean and Bradley talk about Spitgate. We're not going to talk about Spitgate, but we're going to talk about Fashiongate and movie gates love it um this is laurie and julia on my talk we'll be right back welcome back everybody thanks for hanging up with us britney's filling in for miss Lorreen. hollywood <laughs> hollywood's in. i'm um, grant you know how to turn down her mic right i do okay right. <laughs> so i we knew we've been waiting for this the don't worry darling movie premiere at the venice film festival happened yesterday And we knew ahead of time, there's been a ton, a ton of hullabaloo over the personalities in this movie, directing the movie, who Sheila Buff, who's not in the movie, Florence Pugh, who doesn't talk to the director, or Harry Styles, who was her co-star, just all this drama. And Florence Pugh basically said she will show up for the red carpet, but is not doing any of the press. Okay, so she's the star of the movie. She's filming Dune 2 in Budapest right now. So had the excuse to jet in, jet out. Peace out, yeah. So the red carpet, we've posted these on the Lori and Julie show page. Florence Pugh is in like hot pants, a hot pants Valentino outfit, but it almost looked like she had around her ankles like these, like nylons that had feathers around them or something. Yeah, And she looked... On it, gorgeous, didn't she? I know, and it was such a.
2: You, you, it's got this like a layer over it that yeah. was just shimmer and gorgeous. Yeah, she just
1: looked fantastic, and she then, did. and then you have Olivia Wilde. She's in Gucci, and so is her style. and she's in this lemon yellow dress that I didn't think was that great. It looked dated to me. I liked it. I mean, I like the skirts on it. Like yeah. it had like the uh,
2: like almost flowered skirts, and it kind of like. She's so little, and she I was like gathering helps. Yes. Give her some
1: ball. Yeah, and then Harry Styles' pointed collar was something out of I don't even know what. Yeah, but it was very pointy. But the knockout, I thought was Florence Pugh and Chris Pine. Yeah, Chris Pine looked like
2: a little bit. Um, like
1: he, he looks like um, Brad Pitt. Hudson. Oh yeah, he looks like Wyatt Hudson. He looks like. Um, a little bit of Mark Twain added yeah, in there. Just, but just with the pants up high and the great yeah. Malibu sweater and natural he looks like highlights. He's out of the 40s. Yes. And he's so fabulous. Like I said, he's
2: very Mark Twain. Yeah. Like, but like a Mark Twain, I would like to have sex with. Exactly. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And he looked gorgeous.
1: <laughs> and so just watching the footwork of how these people had to avoid each other on the red carpet and their rivals were so choreographed so Olivia Wilde, and Florence Pugh and Harry were never there at the same minute mm-hmm. and how they stood apart from each other just watching their body language it was kind of fun it's honestly
2: the drama that has been around this movie there's just no way is going to live up to this movie like we have had
1: so much Shakespearean drama it's around in- All of this. It's unbelievable. And at the end of the movie, they got a a five-minute standing ovation. Mm -hmm. And um, Florence Pugh, who's the star of it, which all the critics are saying she's pretty darn good. Yeah, they're saying she shined quite a bit. They hated the movie.
2: I mean, there's mixed reviews for sure. It's about a 50% overall. Um, But the main thing that keeps coming out is like... They think there's some crit- criticism aimed at the plot, particularly this big twist. And a lot of opinions on Harry, Harry Styles' uh, performance. Was he ready to be in the, the movies? Right.
1: He, he flopped between English and British accents. Mm-hmm.
2: And then the other thing highlight, as you said, Florence Pugh, I guess, killed it. So. I killed it.
1: But the, thing, the problem with it is, is that these are all the top critics everywhere who go to Venice Film Festival and pretty much they gave it a 46% on Rotten Tomatoes. These guys did. And um, when you add in all the Harry Styles fans later, it'll go up. Mm-hmm. But these are the people that just are like, wow. And so coming up next is the U.S. publicity tour, which Florence Pugh will not be on. And it will be Olivia Wilde, um, Kroll. What's the Kroll? Nick guys? Kroll. Nick Kroll, um, And Chris Pine. And that's going to be coming. And Harry Styles is going to be in the Toronto Film Festival. So he's not going to be on the press thing because he's got his other movie coming out. So it'll just be interesting to hear the language. And it's just, they've just, she just, Olivia Wilde from a PR standpoint has blown this whole thing crazy. Oh, yeah. And she just hasn't handled it well. No, I don't think she's
2: handled it well either. And, um... I don't know, would it be better or worse if she ever tried to explain herself? Mm-hmm. But she's definitely not trying to explain herself. She tried
1: once to explain herself, and it got her in a lot of problems. She was very relaxed in Paris for an interview or London. I can't remember. I think she was in London. And she said bad things about her ex, yeah. which I always hate because they have your kids together. Yeah. She said bad things that were incorrect about Sheila Shia LaBeouf. Shia yeah. LaBeouf, yeah not being in the movie, that she let him go and he said, no, I quit. You know, all that came up last week. So there's just a lot of, it's been kind of fun.
3: Pretty sure that's J Lo and P. S. The person behind all of this
0: is Chris Jenner.
3: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday,
1: so the fun never ends.
0: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
1: And then Spitgate came out today Mm. where Harry Styles went in and sees Chris Pine and they're sitting down for press, and he just kinda makes this noise and just kinda There was rumors that it could have he
2: it looked like. He leaned over and he spit on him. But I'm pretty sure they've debunked that. He has.
1: has. Chris Pine said, I'm sorry. That is not what happened at all. Um, He said, I just, we haven't seen each other in a while. And it was, and Colleen and Bradley said it really well. You know, when you're at something and you talk underneath your breath and you make fun of each other. Yeah. And you don't, you know, want the other people to hear you and you're always razzing each other. Yeah. They were doing that.
2: I can see that. So that
1: was going on. But I'm telling you, the pictures are hot. I think Chris Pine is... Chris Pine is a snack.
2: He's a
1: snack and a half.
2: um, His shoes look uncomfortable, and I'm fine with it. (laughs) I definitely love his little bow tie, and like the fact that he knows that everybody is going to go really eccentric because he's sitting next to Harry Styles, and so he decided to go full Mark Twain on us, and I'm here for it. And when you say that,
1: what does it mean to the common folk?
2: Like, he looks like he just... Did like a brandy binge writing a novel? Yes. Okay.
1: There you go. And people were saying instead of the brandy binge, it could have been ed- ed- edibles. Could have
2: yeah,
0: been because he, he
1: fell asleep in the movie. I was gonna
0: say he looked a little, a little uh, pie-eyed there yeah, for a little bit. A little but, bit. Yeah, nothing he's, wrong with that.
2: The energy he's putting out on this is everything. Like he's been really putting out that energy of like I don't want to be at work, and I'm gonna make sure you know it. And I love it.
1: It's something. Coming back, we're going to do the same. I'm just teasing. When we come back, we have a guest on yes. another OJ book club, uh, The Marsh Queen. Virginia Hartman will be with us. Stay with us. This is Lori and Julia on my talk. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. We have another edition of the Lori and Julia book club. But before we get to that, big shout out to our new book club sponsor, which is the book club restaurant in South Minneapolis. And um, they are offering all my talkers a free special dessert or appetizer when you mention Lori and Julia or the LoJ Book Club when you dine at the restaurant. So that's kind of fun, and they have great uh, appetizers and uh, desserts. We were just looking up again the book club restaurant. Thank you for your sponsorship, and it's you-
2: so cute. They have their menu set up as like the prologue, introduction, our apps, and then if at the end when you want your free dessert, you do your epilogue. Is and that cool? You can get a
1: bruleed banana split sundae. Lovely, amazing, lovely. And now we are going to get to. The guest of the hour, Virginia Hartman is with us and she wrote the March Marsh Queen. Hi, Virginia. Hi, Lori. Hi, Julia. How, Great to be with you. Oh listen, Virginia, your book it came out last May and then it didn't come out till this September. Well but book actually, drama. It was,
3: yeah, <laughs> it was it was set to go to launch in May and uh it was delayed. It was as delayed. Books sometimes are. I so know it.
1: Today's launch day. It's exciting. It's. I'm telling you what. Your book is. It's a little bit like. Um, first of all, congratulations. It's your debut novel. I absolutely loved it. Lori's in, I'm out of the country in Paris right now, and Brittany's filling oh, wow. in, in for her. Yes, but this book, it's such a great novel, Virginia. I mean, you must be so proud of yourself. Thanks, Julia. I love it. All right, give everyone the setup. Okay. Well, it's about a young
3: Washington, D.C. bird artist who works with the Smithsonian Museum. And she is somebody who wants more than anything to forget about the past. But unfortunately, the past comes and gets her. Um, Her mom takes a tumble and needs her help, so Lonnie returns to her hometown near the marshes of northern Florida and she's trying to mind her own business, do her task, and get back to Washington. But almost against her will, she's drawn into a mystery surrounding her father, who died in the swamp when she was just a child.
1: It, it, is, it is so good. And, you know, you give us so much detail and so much information on the birds of the area and on the sketches and on the drawings they come to life. And a lot of people are comparing it a little bit to Where the Crawdads Sing, which everybody and their mother loved. Which is because the same swampy
3: setting. It is
1: the yeah. same swampy setting. How did you get the idea to write this book? Well, you know, I grew up in Florida.
3: Okay. And I had always kind of looked at the birds in Florida and you know how it is when something is right there you don't really pay attention to it. Yes. And then I moved away and for a long time I lived in Trinidad in the Caribbean. And the birds there are incredible. And I got very interested in the birds there. And then, of course, when I went back to Florida, I looked at them and said, wow, we have great birds here, too. So I kind of became a bird nerd, and, um, and I wanted a protagonist who really paid close attention to the birds. So an artist with an artist's eye um, was the perfect protagonist for that.
1: It's so good, and Lonnie Lonnie is the the young woman who goes home because her mom is failing, and then discovers some things about her dad, and then a lot of it's a thriller at the same time as as it is. Um, you learn, um, you feel like you're canoeing through the swamplands in Florida while she's drying. I just really loved your book. You're a lyrical writer. I thought it was just lovely. Thank you so much.
3: Yeah, it was really fun because now i live in washington dc i have that landscape down but every time i would go back for a wedding or a visit or anything i would get in a canoe and 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 paddle around and take notes and uh it was really enriching for me because there's no other landscape quite like that
1: oh yeah
3: Um, it's it's just uh it's pretty unique it's it's land that really can't be
1: built on, although they're trying. They're trying. We've bought some uh, property there, everyone, once or twice. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I've got property yeah. in Florida for you on the marsh. hmm <laughs> Yeah.
3: So it's, um, you know, hopefully they will preserve a lot more of the wetlands. Um, there, there are a lot of laws on the books to preserve wetlands, mm-hmm. but um, uh, it's a unique habitat uh, because of the flora and the fauna that are there. Some of it friendly and some of it not so friendly, right? There are a lot of gators, and uh, there are some gators in the book that uh, put people in peril. But um, but for the most part, it's a really it's a place that really sustains Lonnie mm-hmm. and gets her through all of the hard stuff that she has to go through, right. and all of the questions that she has. And of course, the swamp is also a mysterious place. Um, everything is hidden around the next bend. So she encounters a few dangers
1: in the swamp Mm -hmm.
3: that kind of make the book exciting.
1: It's very exciting. If you're just joining us, The Marsh Queen is the new novel that just came out, and it's Virginia Hartman's debut novel. And, you know, one of the things that I think a lot of us, um, I mean, some of the questions that came up for me is reading this. So Lonnie has been trying to escape from home and escape from her past, but your home seems to always pull people back. For some reason, you have old elder, elderly in your family or something. And when you get there, even though you fight it, it is home.
3: Exactly, exactly. And that house on the marsh carries so many memories for her. And her mother's herb garden is so generous and so expansive. And she, there are things that she loves about that place. There's just this the death of her father that haunts her, right. that makes her want to turn away from all of that. And yet when she does have to confront all of these little hints and and red herrings and, and details that she seems to be getting, when she turns around and confronts them, then she can kind of, you know, make her peace with her, her hometown
1: it, it really happens. And one of the cool things that I thought about it is all the different nuggets about all the herbs from her mom's herb garden. Mm-hmm. Like lavender is a protector of children. Mm-hmm. Marjoram is contentment for the departed soul. I mean, are these true facts? Well, these this is part of the lore. I had so much fun researching
3: this because there is a really rich kind of storytelling tradition and it's past often it was passed woman to woman, right? Because mm-hmm. the women were the people who gardened, the women were the people who, um, throughout the ages, this is not just American history, this goes back long, much longer than that. Um, so even when women were denied an education, they had this earthy knowledge, yeah, right? right? And they knew how to combine herbs to heal. And um, so, you know, Western medicine has uh, has kind of put some of that to the side, um, and some of it they've embraced. But um, but Lonnie's grandmother in particular was one of these wise women, and um, she knew everything there was about herbal tinctures and herbal teas and what something would help with and what would ease you if you had some kind of complaint. And um, her mother, who is really not – very folksy when she first got married, kind of absorbed a lot of this herb and and folklore um, and it it really is a rich background mm-hmm. um, and so it it was really fun to play with i I said to somebody the other day that um, I counted it when I was lying on my couch and reading about herbs that counted as writing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, because they do, it adds just this extra little sparkle to the story. That is really, you know, Rosemary's a funeral flower. i mean, just all the little nuggets. I loved learning about that through the book. Your Mm -hmm. book is really, really, really great. Congratulations to you. I enjoyed it. And I don't read all the books. I pretend to Virginia and, um, (laughs) because we have on an author week and so I'm like I Lori's a pro- prolific reader but I really like this so I wanted to say hats off to you and Thank good you. good luck on your tour and I know you know your book was disruptive the things were going on and everything but what a what a great debut we have to ask you um the book is The Marsh Queen Virginia Hartman yes. what's the last great book that you read Ooh that's a good question um I think
3: it was um Cloud Cuckoo Land by Anthony Doerr.
1: Okay, everyone has said that book.
3: Isn't it? it is isn't it a
1: wonderful book? Isn't it like eight hundred pages though?
3: You know, it, when you when you get it from the <laughs> bookstore, it looks like a doorstop. It really does. But <laughs> Anthony Doerr is like the master of short chapters. Okay, and so there's a lot of white space in the book, and you you feel like you're in such good hands. That you just keep turning the pages. You just keep. You want to know what happens next.
1: All right, that one we've heard from so many authors that it, we might have to read it now. I um, think co- you do. I think we do. <laughs> well, thank you so much, and it was such a treat to meet you. And best of luck to you. And I hope your um, publicist contacts us when you come out with your next book. All right. Thank All right. you, Julia. Thanks for meeting you. Right. Okay. Great. All right. The, the book is the Marsh Queen. And we've got two copies available. Grant's going to give them a buzz at 651-641-1071. And we just need to give one more shout out to the Book Club restaurant in South Minneapolis. And when you go there, you can either have a free app or a free dessert when you dine there. And mention Lori and Julia. We'll be right back. Thank you very much, Grant. Who did our books go?
0: Yes, we did. Who Uh, are the winners? Gabrielle and Christy won St. Paul and Woodbury. Both very happy and excited to get the books. Get your
1: round. So what happened is this book came out. I mean, I have the, I have the, they call them galleys and this says advanced, it's an advanced reader edition. And sometimes there's typos, sometimes there's other thing in them, but we got this, she was booked for um, May 10th of last year. Oh wow. And so we're coming close to it and you know, I'm running, running, running count of when it's coming out. And then they, I heard there there was a paper shortage and they had to move the publishing date back until September. So, um, so Virginia had to wait a while. That's crazy. But I really enjoyed that book. It's a quiet, lyrical book, and I did read it. People, I know. I'm telling you, her whole
2: book it's bent. It's like obviously it been through. That's how I read books, by the yeah. way. Like, I even if anyone borrows me a book, I'm always like, just no. I like fall asleep on them. I yeah. take them everywhere. Oh, they're just
1: trash. Yeah. And at the same time, I'm reading the Book Haters Book Club by a Minnesota author that is so much fun. Cause there's all this Minnesota references in and drama. Are they like, and it's really good. And she's coming on, I think next week. And then also William Kent Kruger's latest book, the lost something I'm re I'm, I'm really reading now people. I just want yes. to go out there. He's really stepping up. I'm stepping <laughs> up. I'm doing my job for the people. All right. So here's the deal. I heard this this morning. I'm on my walk with my girlfriend, Martha and she's, Oh, I didn't mean to say her name. Jeez Louise. Her name is Susan. Uh,
0: oh <laughs> yes it's fine it's i mean yeah you're good that's right, not well, eight seconds yeah never mind
1: i can't say it then well let's yeah oh yeah no it's a good story <laughs> what a loser i am i i oh. <laughs> i
0: think we have you're fine but just to be sure what i'll do is i'll check in the next yeah. uh, break, and then we can decide if we can tell this yeah. story. If it got dumped, we can check right, and fine. check later.
1: Okay. Anywho, <laughs> anywho. All right. So the Bachelorette happened last night. Okay. Right? Yep. And I know neither of you watched. No. Nope. But I'm. But it's the two women who are having the Bachelorette experiences. In what the, are we mm-hmm. down to? How many people? Um, it's Fantasy Suite time. Oh, so, so we are in it. We are in it. Do they and, have? Um, so are they all have different oh, guys? Okay. So I can tell the story. Martha just gave approval. <laughs> Susan did. Susan gave it. <laughs> <So, laughs> oh my gosh, we're so bad, you guys. I love it. Okay, but because this is a really this story. I'm tired. I know we're so bad at this. No, you but know it's just the joke. only reason why I want to bring it up is this can happen to any one of us, and I already know a couple people that this has already happened to in some indirect way or another, and um, someone will call one of your elderly loved ones and pretend they're their grandchild yeah and talk kind of funny but mm-hmm. say that they were just beat up mm. and didn't want it to call their mom because they didn't want to worry their mom but they're really beat up and oh, no. it's blah 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 and um and then, and then this person, you know, the elderly person then calls another member in the family, but not the mom because he doesn't want to distress the mom. Yeah. Because this person's asking for money. Mm-hmm. So indirectly around the horn, this person did get money from some people um, because of this story. So you're hearing this kind oh, of like elderly scam elder. abuse, oh, but yeah. it's so real. like
0: Oh,
2: and oh then- I mean, it's it doesn't take my I mean. I think we've all fallen for the email things where they do the scam checks. I get them all the time. My mom
0: and dad, and we talked about this on the air a, few, a month or two ago, fell victim to one from Apple. They got a fake email from Apple right. saying that their account needed some updating credit card information. And so they, of course, followed through with it, gave the credit card information, and it was a complete scam, and we had to fix everything. So right. my parents fell for something. It's it's simple as just an Apple email. It is. Them. And so
1: so we have, so I just, this is just to beware because we're we are vulnerable to it too
2: oh i got an email the other day that was like hey i know this third picture was you and i I, I almost clicked i was like what and then i go wait brady you You just (laughs) no you almost
1: click on these things because it seems so real like like something you'd want to know about and so another person that we know um it ended up that they were late on a payment Mm -hmm. and -hmm. they called them at home you're late on a payment And then, well, I'll help you pay it, you know, and then they go in and then they have access to your computer. I'll never forget the first time that happened to me once, but it was Apple back in the day and they've got access to my computer. Yeah. Yeah, Well, they can take over your mouse. They can take over your mouse. So anyway, I just, it was just a, it's just always good to remind the people you love.
2: When we were at my grandma's, who's 96, lives in Williston by herself. I don't know how many phone calls we got. While we were there, you scammers know? trying yeah. to ask her yeah. thing. Yeah, I mean, just like things where you know, like she gets, because she has she's one of the only people that has a house line. You know what I mean? Like, so that's mm-hmm. such a sign that, like, right, oh, yes. call, this house line, call this house line, you know. Right. And so I was just, I was like, you know, and luckily she's got a lot of people there to help, and people come by constantly, and but it's scary. I oh. mean,
0: my I, my hand, my neighbor. And I experienced this. I learned this. And I'm not going to say their name, but my neighbor, his, good for you. It, yeah,
1: <laughs> must be nice. his. So I was just meeting them because I, I
0: used to mow their his yard. He had an, his father lived there. He was in his 90s. Lived in this house, and I used to help mow his yard every once in a while. And then he passed away. And then I met the son. And I asked the son, "I'm like, so you guys get this house? You know, is this? You know, are you guys going to sell the house?" And he's like, "Actually, no. My father, through scamming, someone got him to." basically give them it was through just a, like an internet company and yeah. the security and all this stuff and he kept giving them money so he reversed financed his house to kept giving oh. these people money overseas when it came time to get the house they owed the the entire mortgage on the house oh. that was supposed to be their inheritance so basically they had to get the tax revenue figured out and they lost everything because nobody checked up on their father just to see if you know, where his finances were going, why. And
1: and that generation is so proud at the same time that they really don't want you to look at it. No, they
0: don't. And that's the thing is he was very shut off and he would not let his kids get involved. And that's what he said, sad lesson. He goes, don't let your parents try to tell you always be on top of it for them. Right. So yeah, I mean, I saw that firsthand with that one. I mean, it's it's a scary deal. It's
1: out there and I just, and we've all kind of almost fallen for it. So you know that, you know, Add a couple of years to yourself, you know, it's you're very vulnerable.
0: I'm gonna talk about my buddy, he's 37 years old, and he fell victim to it on Facebook Marketplace recently with some tickets. So, even on Facebook Marketplace, well, some guy, yeah,
2: yeah, really. And then, a big thing too, Grant, like we said with Facebook, is people are taking identities yes. and they're acting like they're, you know, like somebody could make an exact,
0: exactly, what exact happened.
2: Facebook count of Grant. And I would, it would ask me to be friends. And I'd be like, oh, weird. I thought we were Facebook friends. Right. Oh, well, you know, accept. Like, maybe he was mad at me and be friends right. with me. Yes. Right. And then you click accept. And then all of a sudden you get a message from them. They're like, hey. I mean, you a lot of us can tell. But if you're older and you're trying right. to deal with like, all this new technology, right.
1: why wouldn't you think it's right? So planned? I didn't even know Facebook was. Oh, yeah. My Facebook okay.
0: Marketplace, a buddy got duped. And he was selling something on Facebook Marketplace. And he was convinced that he had to give this person some money before that they could send. It it was a really he looks back at it and he's pretty pissed off at himself. But, yeah, he, you know, 37 years old.
2: Somebody convinced him to send money
0: before he could get the rest of his money. That's what
2: sucks. That extra layer of embarrassment when, like, you're not the one committing the crime. And all of a sudden you have to feel embarrassed on top of that. 100%. That sucks. Like, it's like, no, you know what sucks is that. The person doing it like you're still right. a victim it doesn't matter if you fell for something right. it's like that just
0: sucks
2: it really i would agree with you 100 it's not okay and i also like any sort of pride anybody gets in duping people or whatever like that's so gross it, to me it, and, it really i give her hear somebody who's like has is prideful about like oh and then i got the i don't know there's something about i go that's disgusting like oh it's
1: it's a scammer world it's, it's a, a scam that we're just living in it. That's right. We're just living in it right now. But anyway, I'm glad that we shared that because I was just like, that one's such, I, you just can see it happening. I know. To everybody. I know. And, and we are going to come back with um, the story of the day. Um, this is Lori and Julia and Brittany and Grant and happy first day of school. Mm. We'll be right back, everybody.